How do you feel, Jan? I felt terrible. I've been trying to show them, like, who I am and show them what I can do. It's just a manifestation of everything that I've tried to do in this competition. I've literally tried to throw everything but the kitchen sink at the judges to hopefully impress them and show them what I can do. And that's how the video came across. It was too over the top. It wasn't refined. It wasn't detailed. I think that I tried to just throw my personality out there instead of focus on the refinement of what the challenge needed to be. And like in hindsight now, of course I see it. And I don't want to cry. <laughs> but I definitely think that it's gonna be me and Widow in the bottom. I mean, I don't, I don't revel in people's pain, but I think in terms of the edit and the narrative, the moment, the the relief or the release and the payoff of whoever asking Jan, "How are you doing, Jan?" and she just drops all of the Jan to see, and she's like, "I feel terrible." Like it's just so like I was, it was like, "Oh my god, this is the first time we've seen this side of Jan the whole season." Mm. But then that whole kind of very self-aware understanding of like what happened in the challenge and how that's been kind of like a micro example of what's been happening this whole season. Um, I think, you know, we've been talking a lot about like Queens edits and like the storylines they're getting and what we're seeing from them. And I think seeing this side of Jan, this kind of self-aware side of Jan is kind of what they did with Britta, where we saw kind of a redeeming human quality and untucked where we're not just, She's not just sent off as like the delusional tryhard, you know. Mm, She's right. like someone who's learned a lesson on the show and like, you know, is on to themselves. And I think that that's a uh, wrapping it up like that. I think uh, it makes a big difference. Yeah, I know this is you know unintentional, but the fact that she somehow knew to wipe her tears with her feather is just such a high drag moment mm -hmm. that she did learn something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to throw the kitchen sink at y'all and I'm going to wipe my tear with my feather. It was just su such a fabulous little moment. Um, yeah. I, Tyra you know, pulled her veil over her head and cried in season two so that Jan could wipe her tears with her feather in season 12. Exactly. 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 You know, uh, say nothing of the peacock feather and talk about Jan wiping it, you know, wiping that yeah. tear away. Yeah. Um, she's, uh, yeah, I, the awareness is, it continues even after this clip when she's talking about lip syncing against Widow. I think of, you know, Thorgy Thor, who had to go against Chichi Duvain on And I'm Telling You. And Thorgy even knew. She said, she's like, I knew I would. You know, there's no way I could win that mm -hmm. lip sync. And Jan, I think, knew. I think she, even even though she was going to try and she was going to go out cartwheeling and death dropping and doing what she does best, which is just like living, uh, she knew. She, the writing was on the wall. Shaka Khan was there. Widow loves Shaka Khan. Widow's a great lip syncer. It, it, it's all there. The writing was on the wall. And, you know, Chan knew. Yeah, and that song fit Widow perfectly in the same way that 
Chi Chi just like was that song in that moment and Dorji wasn't even down to like the outfit like like mm. even down to just if you were to perform the song this is what you'd wear if you if 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 widow was going to perform this song on a Thursday night and she wanted to just like bring that kind of like high glamour like you know uh Mary Wilson I think they kind of said she looked like if they wanted to br- if she wanted to bring that kind of illusion this is what she'd wear so she was she was a perfectly cast for this lip sync in the same way that that Thorgy or Chichi was whereas Thorgy and Jan it was like I mean they could do cartwheels and backflips and like it wasn't going to make as much sense you know yeah yeah because and you know we've talked about this many times before with Latrice and that famous quote it's like you got to know where this song is coming from in this song you're not supposed to really do the death drops like that's not what this song is calling for but that's what Jan knows and what she does and how she interpreted the song and i'm glad that she did it her way she did it her way anyway she did. Um, <laughs> Th- thank you uh she did well i mean she i mean t- she definitely did it her way i mean that was a jan if we were to base that on jan's performance the whole show that's a jan lip sync where she gives them everything it was oh, yeah. every move that she had but i mean Speaking of Latrice, it's like looking at the every I'm you know natural woman lip sync, whereas Latrice just stood there and Kenya, you know, was taking up the entire stage. But it's like in this case, you should really just stand there. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, I think if Jan, if she stood there, she probably still would have lost because this Absolutely. again, the writing was on the walls here. They edited Jan to go home. That's just what happened. I know that you know it sounds very conspiracy theory and whatever, but Jan's wasn't the worst commercial. It wasn't. Yeah. I'm sorry. Right? I'm sorry. It's my opinion. It just well, wasn't. It was, and it's a tricky thing, right? Because it's it was considered a low because it was too much. But, like, more often than not, that's kind of the advice is be too much and we'll kind of reel you back, mm-hmm. you know? And oh, yeah. so, I mean, I, I can see why it was not one of the stronger ones. I can see why she certainly didn't win or was on the top. But, I mean... Yeah, was it like a was it as clearly bad as Widows? No. No. No, and there's there's one other that I think deserved a little bit more scrutiny. Uh and we'll get into it for sure. But, you know, here's Jan Beep. Jan Beep's, you know, she went home. It was heartbreaking to see her break down again, and I think even more so uh when she left the stage in Untucked. Uh you know, it's sad. It's sad when you see someone that is always so full of joy show the other parts of their emotions, right? Because, you know, you're not really ready for it. But uh, I love how invested she is in every single emotion. She just lives in them. And I think that's a, that's a sign of a good human. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. I mean, I think, uh, you know, Jan went through this entire season certainly not having a single shady moment. Mm. Um, uh, and um, it's kind of like, okay, well, like, if this if this wasn't real, if how you were portraying yourself wasn't real, at some point they'd be able to show that. You know what I mean? Right. Like this, the right. veneer would crack. But this was just genuinely, genuinely Jan. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I am a little disappointed. I'm sure I'm not alone in this. This seems kind of a basic discussion point, but I have to say it. It would have been great if RuPaul yelled to Jan as she was walking away. Oh, Jan, come back when you're pregnant. Oh my god. Oh man. 
Missed opportunity. Oh, yeah. Please welcome to the stage, Missed Opportunity. That is, that's a damn shame. Or even her, uh, you know, send off line instead of get into the jant to see. It could have just been, ugh, widow, widow, widow. And then she runs off stage. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you could say that Gigi Good is the Marsha Brady of this competition. Oh, so. completely. Yeah. Gigi, Gigi, Gigi. Yeah. Gigi, Gigi, Gigi. <laughs> Good God, girl. Get a grip, girl. Get a grip, girl. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Missed opportunities. Uh, well, totally. Well, I, you know, I will say this about the kitchen sink. I'm happy to see a kitchen sink in a challenge over, you know, Widow's Venom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, certainly. No, I mean, I think uh, it, it's, I mean, when a queen does too much, it's like, okay, there's there's too much material on this dress. But if we cut it down, we could have a pretty nice dress. But with widows, it's kind of like Marge Simpson with the Chanel gown. Like it was like there's just not enough to make a look here, you know. Yeah, like right, it just right. wasn't enough. And I think that even if you go home, you certainly want to go home for giving them too much versus not enough. Oh, agreed. Totally. Leave it all out on the course. You know, in terms of her throwing her personality out there, what's interesting to me about Jan's edit is that there are so many queens that are throw their personality out there and don't do that well in the challenge, but it's okay. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think of like an Alyssa or even maybe a Heidi, although Heidi did very well. Um, I, you know, there's something to be said about, well, you know, that works. It's not like that doesn't work and hasn't worked in the past. They just didn't really, you know, jive with Jan. And I, th I think that's a big part of it. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm certainly keen to talk about, Heidi because I think that's an interesting example of a queen who did well but almost like despite herself you know what I mean mm. it was like mm -hmm. there there's something different between a queen who does like a queen like Crystal or or Jackie who has a really clear idea of what they want to do and like are orchestrating this versus Heidi who kind of it's like it's it, she's less of the architect of this and more of just like the the divining rod, you know. Um, sure. And so, like, does that deserve less credit? Not necessarily, but it, in some ways, it's less work. Yeah, right. Because she's, you know, as they say with Courtney Act, you're resting on that body, you're resting on that personality in a sense. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But you know, why not? For now, at least have have Heidi rest on it because it is so great and so pure but and i think that's also why we love jan why so many fans love jan and it's because she had that vivacity that uh is that even a word that 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 spark that was just yeah. there that excitement and when you know it, when I, I feel like drag race has a history of clocking a fan and I don't mean, mm -hmm. you know, fans by uh, Daft, Daft Boy. Yeah, <laughs> let's just grab our Daft Boy fans, fans by Daft Boy. I mean, you know, they clock them. They're, they, it's almost kind of like a punishment. Don't come in here as a fan. Come in here as the winner. And I think Jan, while she certainly felt like she could get to the end, and we all think she could uh, for the most part, uh, she did also keep saying how much she loved the show and whatever. I mean, mm -hmm. Bob did the same thing. Bob was a huge fan of the show, but he said it like once, you know? Yeah, and Bob is like such a... See, he is so, like... He's so good at Drag Race. It's like Alaska. Mm. He was just so 
good at it. Mm-hmm. He's and he's so good at the pit stop, even with the the remote filming. Bob is just a uh, such an exception to any rule. Um, but I think with Jan, I agree. I think it's almost like there is this in the mythos of Drag Race. It's like. Don't come on here having watched the show thinking you know the show, you know, because what you know is the edited version of it. And so that's great if people are inspired by it or, you know, love it. But the edit of the show technically teaches you nothing about how to play the show. And I think that how to play the game. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's like that's kind of the message of like, don't think you know this better than we do, because like the whole the production, like that's how they that's that's how they get the juice from this show is by like keeping the squeeze a little mysterious, you know, they got to shake up the juice and see what shakes loose. Yeah. And so Jan's, you know, she's, uh, she needs to, you know, shake, 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 see Laura, you know, shake, shake, shake. (laughs) So juice, shake, shake, shake. So juicy, shake, shake, shake. So juicy, shake, shake, shake. Ah, so true. Uh, so true. So true. Uh, well, Mary, let's continue talking about, uh, droop. Uh, and see how droopy this episode was, if 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 it wasn't or was. Uh, but mm. before we do, let's tell our Marys what they are listening to. Oh, oh, well, uh, of course they're listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul's created with this beady, beady little TV show. I'm Johnny. I'm a humanitarian, a philanthropist, and an organ donor. And I'm Colin, and that's the best stuff I've learned this year. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Shaka. (laughs) Somebody needed to Shaka you awake before they hit, (laughs) before they said action. (laughs) Like, what can we, I mean, I don't want to disrespect a legend. I get it. Wait a minute, I was quoting Widow. I know, but I was just like... I'm just transitioning into Shaka Khan because oh, I was quoting okay. Shaka Khan. Sure, um, sure. I, we'll get to Widow certainly, but like, am I am I wrong that Shaka seemed like she was on a bit of like a three second delay this whole episode? You know, I listened to the Shaka episodes of What's the Tea. I just think that Shaka does drag, and what we know and think about Shaka is it. She has a that's her drag name. That is her drag name. And this was, you know, less Shaka and more the the wonderful being underneath. And she wasn't putting anything on. She was just kind of having a good time being there with her friend RuPaul. Yeah, she, I, I don't know. I, I just, it was like, I thought Robin was sleepy. It, there was just, there was something about it. Now, and I've tried to listen to the What's the Tea episodes with her. And it was I mean, I, I now understand people who listen to podcasts on, like, the 1.25 speed. Like, mm. I get it now. Because, like, I was like, Shaka, get to the goddamn point. Um, <laughs> uh, I You know, I, I can't say that I disagree with you, but I also, I don't know, I... Uh, I this was this is not the worst judge that we have seen. No, no, <laughs> Leanne all. Rhymes, you have not been unseated. <laughs> right, or or uh, uh, what's her face? Man, I feel like a woman. Uh, oh, Shania Twain. Shania Twain. Yeah. These country queens. Well, <laughs> not not to be lumped in with Pam Tillis or Tanya Tucker, who were both no, don't fabulous. lump them in. Yes, fabulous. Totally Do, fabulous. Don't lump them in. Yes, don't. Nope, don't lump them in. Don't. Um, <laughs> 
Well, uh, Mary, uh, you know, I, I think it's worth talking, just continuing a little bit before we get back to Widow, talking a little bit about Jan's tears. Uh, you are an aficionado of talking through tears and, mm. I don't know, Thank clocking you. them. How, how were Jan's tears this episode? It was a lot. It was a lot, meaning there were many tears uh, for Britta, for her loss or the pressure cooker, as maybe Jackie pointed out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to debate of whether they were real or not. I think we're all going to just assume that the emotions were all there. So how do you clock these tears? Oh, I am, I'm sitting over here with aunt Jackie, the preeminent adult in the room of season 12. I am with Jackie Cox. I think a, one of the best adults in the room we've ever had the entire series. Mm, just so, I really like, wow. She's just like an adult in the room to beat. Uh, B, I think that she's nailed it. I think that what this really is, like I certainly seeing Britta go, I could understand. Yeah, that's, you know, for a number of reasons that could be very upsetting. And it's not, I don't think it should be discredited that she has like, she's allowed to be disappointed that she, you know, didn't win this challenge and she wanted to. And I could understand, you know, not wanting people to think that that's why she was crying. Like lots of emotions for safe, you know, but I mean, all there's also just like the larger, um, picture here that Jackie's talking about. This is an accumulation of trying to stand out and trying to prove herself. And this should have been the week and it still wasn't enough to win. And so, like, because of Marsha, 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 because yeah. of Marsha, 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 and so, like, I, I think that, like, that's a, it's a lot of built up emotions. The way Jan was breaking down, this was like, mm. oh, girl, your plate is full. Your emotional plate is just really full right now. Yeah, and the other thing that I think stopped us from feeling with Jan, the editors were more on, you know, Jada and Jackie's side here. The the music in the background while Jan was crying until untucked, obviously, but during the main episode, it just it didn't do her any service. Like it didn't gain her any kind of understanding because the music was like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, it was. I mean, and I think just like the reinforcement of guys, I'm not I'm not crying about the challenge. I'm just crying about Britta. Like I think the repetition of that, whether that be Jan or the editors like that, they really played into that. And I mean, the show didn't make that up. Jan clearly said that more than once. Mm -hmm. It's to me, what that reflects is like ultimately and what's funny. We never really talked about this until this episode, but Jan is uh, not guilty, but uh, it certainly fell victim to too much self-production she was trying to produce herself way too much this season and i think that's a great example of it is like trying to reinforce i'm just crying about bretta like the more you say it the more it's drawing attention to like hmm is that really all it is like why do you want us to think that's all it is you know sure yeah and i mean there is something about smiling through tears or smiling until fake it till you make it right in a way uh when she comes back the next morning you know she has a brita moment where she's like bitch i'm from new york you know i cry about (sighs) it i get over it and focus on the next challenge i'm like yeah and it's okay if you're still not over it girl like yeah and new yorkers we don't get over things by the way i just want to (laughs) like make that like abundantly clear i can hold a fucking grudge and (laughs) 
like, are you kidding me? Like, all <laughs> I do is worry about things that don't matter anymore. So mm. I just don't want to perpetuate that New Yorkers, A, can heal their knees faster than other people, or right. B, just cry <laughs> about things and get over them. That's just not how it works. Yeah, sometimes you have to cry and cut. Cry yes. and cut. <laughs> Thank you, Zulima. Uh, <laughs> Project Runway, season two. <laughs> Filmed in New York, ironically. So oh, I mean, oh God, you know, if we if we don't make these references, we lose these references. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it literally, that's something I stay up stay up, stay up at night and cry about in New York. It's like the references. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I have to say, I, you know, the the whole first act was the first act, but I was really happy. At the start of this episode with the reading shade challenge, this was a really creative way to do this. I, I appreciated this backhanded compliment type of atmosphere that they created with FabFitFun. I mean, yes, sure, certainly the library's closed and the FabFitFun box is open. <laughs> I so is the corporate sponsorship. Um, I. Uh, I just because I the opportunity may not come up again and we don't have to stick on it, but I just want to make sure I quote Widow and saying, "And now I'm laying eggs in you, bitch." Oh, I, I love that. It. Just I was love it. so funny. But Ugh. um, so speaking of laying, <laughs> I was going to save people, that for nuance. But oh, yes, sure. lay an egg, Mary. Lay, yeah, well, lay golden eggs in you. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's still it's beeping. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, normally we see the edited jokes by RuPaul and they land and this one yeah. just didn't land for me. <laughs> oh, see, I loved when she ran up the stairs, it's beeping again. And she had her well, hand on her that, butt. That was great. But when yeah. she was like solid gold goose egg, you know, the bio rhythm mm -hmm. in sync with the stock market, I was like, not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, as Michelle would say, still not impressed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I feel like yeah, the follow up egg running up the stairs was funnier. Um, you know, I the first time I watched this episode, I thought this was the stupidest mini challenge. I felt like really? this. Yeah, I was just like, this is such an example of taking the a classic reading mini challenge and corporatizing it. You know, and like like mm -hmm. shoehorning in these fat fit fun boxes. You know, I see. Even the queens seemed a little unsure of like, wait, so. What am I doing? Oh, like there, there were lost looks in, in many eyes. I think the, Jackie was the only one who seemed to figure it out. Um, but I mean, the second time I watched it, I was like, I, I still don't think I like this, but I think I just liked the kind of like ant drag of it all. You know, like it was. Oh, oh. Well, let me uh, let me tell you, this was the best fifteen minute drag I've seen in twelve seasons or eleven mm. seasons. It's all Absolutely. ant drag. It was all just, it was like the oh, witches and the witches God. before they take their wigs off. <laughs> yes. Let me tell you, uh, Jada's 15 minute drag was impeccable. Oh. As was Jackie's. As was Jackie's. Jackie and Jada just won 15 minute drag. I was like, girl, you could just do that. You could yeah. just do that. <laughs> I, yeah, oh, Jackie, like, I don't need you to do anything other than this. This is everything I like about drag is, like, what totally. Jackie was doing. Yeah. Totally. And Gigi was giving me Jinx Monsoon as the Olsen twins, which I also really appreciated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and it's interesting watching this is, like, Jackie and Gigi won, but Jackie won. Gigi Jackie won. Yeah, Gigi was kind of the riding the coattails on that one. But, sure. Um, so I guess this replaces the reading challenge. They're not going to do this again. Uh, I think maybe top five they, they could do a reading challenge. I could see it, but uh, this sounds like it is the reading challenge. Because usually 
they you want to have more girls in the room. I feel like the reading challenge is like snatch totally. game. You, you want to have more mm-hmm. sound bites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I think this was a replacement. I you know I didn't mind it. I I thought the jokes were funny. I thought that they figured out how to create this scene, this improvised scene, very well, or they edited it, you know, to be very successful um, on both both sides of the teams. Um, you know, say nothing about Widow's, you know, Sunday church drag, which I also really appreciated. Yeah, uh, and her mug you know, joke was really good. That landed. Yeah, yeah. it landed. Um, and you know, I love Jan's. At least I have some friends to Sherry. It was deeper than we all knew it would be i know know? yeah right (laughs) god yeah you know the editing around sherry like this was one of those times where i was like oh my god i like it's almost comedic at this point the way that they're Mm. cutting her like it feels like the shade of the edit is so strong it's just totally and i know it's not a yeah it's not about being shady but just because the, the objective is cut her out as much as possible it feels pretty shady. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, I, I just a, a shout out to Jada's recent post on Twitter where she's like, I just came to my attention that I'm the only queen left from the the second premiere. Yeah. And, and then she posts a picture of the season 12 girls uh, with her, you know, the only one lit up or whatever in color and completely cutting out Sherry. And I was like, okay, so this is just passive shade. Like it's yeah. not even passive at that point. It is there, just like this edit. It's it, it it's, it's just as shady as the edit. <laughs> it's it's starting to come out. Like the queens are starting to show. I saw that. And you know, it's interesting that that was your prediction was that the first group was gonna last longer than the second mm, group. Yep. And here we are. Um the whole the not the entire first group, because Nikki Doll's gone home. Yes. Right, yeah. But I mean, still, uh, yeah, I love that. I love I, I, that's going to be really interesting is when these queens can start talking about it because they went because their experience is unique, right? Like they went through this whole thing with her and mm. and, you know, some of them didn't know her and developed a relationship and all that and um, went through, you know, all these queens every season they talk about. Nobody knows what this experience is like except for the people who did it with you. And so you have a special bond with that cast because mm-hmm. no yeah. one else my could get it. season 12 sisters. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it'll be interesting when they start talking about it more, um, you know, how the, how they're reacting to that. Sure. When their NDA goes up, maybe, or who knows? Yeah. Who yeah. knows if more information comes out. You know, just to kind of go back to this uh, Kiki challenge, one little nuance that I thought was is worth mentioning uh, of Gigi's is when she says, this has been so fun. Just the way that she knew that girl mm-hmm. uh, was was very appropriate. While Jackie certainly carried that team, uh, Gigi had the nuance of being, you know, that nice asshole. She, I mean, she was good support for Jackie. She kind of filled in the gaps and the responses and whatnot uh, with that character. Yeah, absolutely. Um so obviously, uh, Jackie won. Jackie did her little victory dance. I'll never do a victory dance in my entire life, but I appreciate that there are people in their lives who can. So mm. good for you. <laughs> it's just there's some things I'll just never do. Um, I thought it was so cute. I, you know, I don't know what it was. I, but yeah, uh, charming, very charming. Sure, I, I'm Charmed. not. Ju- this is. I'm yeah. I'm mostly judging myself. I'll just never. I, that's too much public joy for me. Um, <laughs> You'll now. never have Jan's problem of being no. happy on camera. <laughs> uh, no, no, that is that is not the problem. I'm gonna. I am more of a. I wasn't. I wouldn't say a Nina Bonina Brown. I don't really know 
if there was some like, oh, who do I think I would have a similar um, persona to on the sh- on a, on Drag Race? I don't think I have a. Um, you know what I mean? Like who who yeah, do you think I if you know, were Mary. on, I you could <laughs> you could see yourself having the same edit? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'm sure it would be a terrible one. I'm trying to think of what your edit would be. It would. <sighs> You know, you're you're very quick witted. You're sharp tongue, so your commentary would be jaw, great. Yes, on the mic. you would be a great narrator. Oh uh, my goodness! Oh, that's You'd be a good narrator. That's yeah. kind, and I feel like I I wouldn't be a commentator. I'd be a narrator because I'm I'm a I'm a chatty gal. I don't have like like a just a one quick Heidi observation. They're gonna have to cut from like a monologue. You know, I feel like I'd get a Sasha Bell edit. Uh, you know, say hello like, to my little friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> Making and those not doing, yeah, not doing the challenge correctly. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I would get. And loving the show. Back, yeah. yeah, loving the show. I'd come back to do a you know a group challenge with somebody like Ginger Minge, and I'd fuck it up for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I that's that's oh, my God. Idea. I'm You're really op- yeah. I mean, yeah, really optimistic. That's yeah. That's this is a big question. Is who. I mean, I th- I think in some ways, I because I know myself that um, season seven Katya because I would be having a, a I'd be very anxious the whole time and very mm. stressed out and uh, yeah anyone who like cries a lot towards the later half of the season I think I'd identify with. Yeah, I could see myself having a Laganja moment in the sense of like uh, when the yeah. cameras are on, it's obvious that the cameras are on. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. I could see that happening uh, or just being called out for, you know, just having too many, too much of a range of emotions mm. uh, because sometimes I'm in my head and sometimes I'm not. I don't know. Who knows? I, I hear that. I, I feel like I would get really sensitive. Someone would say something about me and I'd take it personally and then I would yeah. suddenly get oh, the, me- the, that- yeah, that the producers mean. would take advantage of that. Yep, I'd, yeah. I'd say something really nasty. Yeah, um, and then <laughs> that would be it. Like I would, yeah, I I know it. I would go in thinking that I had like an outside chance of miscongeniality, and I would just be oh. like eviscerated in the edit. Yes, you'd be yeah. dragged on Twitter completely. Uh, oh my cancel god, Colin. cancel Colin, cancel, cancel, yeah. cancel Barbara, please, <laughs> Barbara, Barbara, no, thank you. <laughs> I would. They would keep me around for Snatch Game because they'd want to see my Mona Lisa Vito. I, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I have a feeling that I'd stick around because they'd want to exploit how awful I was doing. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's a platform. You want to be on as many episodes as possible. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe less platforms and more heels, but uh, sure. Who knows? I've never walked yeah. in heels. Well, Just... I've walked in heels once, and uh, yeah. it was when I was like three. Uh, mm. My sisters dressed me up to look like Madonna, and I danced to Starlight. So, uh, I mean, it's just that's that on that. <laughs> it just sounds to me like it's time to get yourself a gentle pump on Amazon, and uh, I don't know, just see what happens. Yeah, you know, I overpronate, so I feel like that would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that, ladies. <laughs> Uh, well, man, the phone of, lines are lighting up. <laughs> uh, speaking of overpronating, let's talk about Bob Harper. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <coughs> uh, not to be confused with somebody related to Valerie Harper. Uh, uh, no relation. I wish. I wish. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Valerie Harper. You know, mm-hmm. it's funny. She's not a Matreon alum. 
we have not talked about Valerie Harper in any significant artistic way on this podcast, probably. Well, we've talked about, we've come close to it. We've we've certainly talked about Rhoda and Mary and that relationship. We've also talked about uh, Rhoda, uh, um, excuse me, Rhoda's sister. Uh, uh-huh, Rhoda's sure. sister. Rhoda's uh, sister, Because yeah. it's the voice of Marge, Julie Kavner. Yeah. Julie mm-hmm. Kavner. Um, Louisa. Yeah. Uh, Rhoda. Um, and And we... <laughs> And she would have never talked to Mary. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, when I think we briefly mentioned, because uh, I know there was a Mary, there's one Mary who got this reference to Valerie Harper in Looped, which was a show on Broadway. Um, and yeah, that's the extent of our discussion of Valerie Harper beyond this episode. So, uh, Well, maybe one day we'll do a, a Rhoda episode for Matreons. I would love that. I Rhoda is because if we talk about Rhoda, then we can talk about Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Joe, her husband, um, mm. briefly. Um, so Bob well, Harper, to, yeah, Bob. So what are Bob your thoughts Harper. on Bob Harper? Tell me honestly. I mean, he's giving me quarantine gay realness with the bleach blonde hair. Okay. I was like, okay. show me that banana bread, you know. Mm, right. uh, sourdough I, bread, absolutely. Sure, you got your sourdough starter. Uh, mm. I. I like all the tattoos. I I don't know if that's... I'd like to get more tattoos, but I don't know if I need to get to that level. But I appreciate that aesthetic. I It's very much uh, like, here are my house keys. What would you like, you know? Oh, interesting. Yeah. You know, you know uh, I feel like Bob Harper is somewhat controversial in the gay community. There are people that love him and then there are people that just fucking can't stand him. Mostly because people were left with a bad taste in their mouth because of uh, Biggest Loser and just, you know, how the, the, the gospel that he used to preach and I say used to because he, he's very much turned a new leaf on that approach in Biggest Loser. And that yeah, A heart attack will do that to you. Sure, right, totally. Um, and, you know, uh, you know, openly gay uh, since 2013, but really was always gay and out. And I remember finding out that Bob Harper back in like, you know, when Biggest Laser, Biggest Loser was a craze. Um, biggest Laser. Uh, yeah, that's a science show. The Biggest Laser. <laughs> biggest Laser. Or a porno. Um, mm. a sci-fi themed porno. Um, yeah. So he was in, and most people know about this, but I'm just going to let Mary's know. He was in a DVD, a, one of those workout DVDs that you would sell called Queer Abs or Get Queer Abs Fast. Oh, my and, God. Yes. And it was how to get abs that were gay, like gay men had, right? And for a while, this as I lift promo, my shirt, yep, that sounds right? about right. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Ugh. Um, but so for a while, the promo was on YouTube. You could watch the promo. And I, on Saturday yesterday, I I looked for many, 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 many minutes, close to over an hour, even. Like I was scouring the internet looking for this video or this promo, and I could not find it. So I am. I, I just have to assume that it was expunged because it wasn't doing good things, perhaps for Bob Harper. I don't know, but the DVD still exists. You can look up "Get Queer Abs Fast" with, uh, and one of the coaches is Bob Harper, uh, a very young, sexy Bob Harper. Now, the the sexiness of Bob Harper, I think, is you know people you either take it or you don't. 
Um, but I just have to ask, because this is a, also a gay podcast, if you don't know already, Mary. Um, Bob is definitely a bottom, right? <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't know what a bottom. I mean, I'd have to, I, I'd have to bend him over and check the rings on the tree to find out. But uh, he, I think that it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that Bob Harper, in all of his flexibility, uh, would be using those talents to take penises in his... Yeah, clean take diet. Penises, take, penises. <laughs> take penises. Just give them to me. Just give me all the penises. <laughs> Get on the well, ground. Just, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting with The Biggest Loser because, you know, gay men had Bob Harper and the lesbians had Jillian Michaels, right? Jillian Michaels mm. kind of faltered recently with Lizzo and everything. And now Bob, you know, Bob is building himself himself up with yoga and a new kind of approach to life. And I just, I, it's just interesting that he's on Drag Race now. Uh, I'm assuming he's a fan because he makes many gay references in the show, and some of them are, you know, Drag Race references. But, uh, the, the the biggest question for me was why was he the director? This should have been Ross. Oh, yeah, I guess a good question, right? Like, why was Bob Harper the director of this? It wasn't fitness related. Um, and he, yeah, and it's like he's there to talk about branding and he wears what he wears. Okay, um, you know, what makes you think I don't have an interest in fashion? I just was not feeling the gold bracelets and those weird shoes and boots and whatever. Like, it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. I, I did love him in the glasses. Definitely. Sure. Oh, yeah, certainly. I appreciated the glasses. I, I It made me feel like he was someone who, like, owned his own salon. You know, mm-hmm, he's like one of those mm-hmm. guys. It's like, oh, sure. I bet you own your own salon and you're looking to yeah. open up a second location. Yes, yes. Um, there are people that, like, are hungry for Bob Harper. I don't know if it's the quarantine or not, but there are people... You know, I, I've been noticing on social media that people, you know, still hungry for him. I, I appreciated Bob in the earlier days. I think now I'm kind of like, well, I, I don't know. He'd have to maybe be a third. I don't know. <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, I think if, if Bob wanted if, – if Bob showed up in all those tattoos and those shoes and was like, hi, can I come in and show you my queer abs? I'd be like, yeah, sure. I mean, sure. like, I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> like, yeah, I got nothing right, else going on. Right. He seems um, like a kind soul. I just don't think he should have been the director here. That's all. Yeah, it certainly it, – it was it – was, I would have loved to see Ross as the director. I think he's yeah. really good at this. Um, I You've probably noticed this in your research, but you can – get a copy of Get Queer Abs Fast for $200 on Amazon. I did notice that. Yep, I did. So, um, uh, you can also get it on eBay for like $8. So, <laughs> Oh, well then like, that's what Patreon's for, girl. What are we doing not owning I Queer Abs? I don't want to buy Queer Abs. No, I'm, I'll buy his book before I buy the, the DVD. <laughs> but I want gay abs. <laughs> I want homosexual muscles. You can have them, Mary. They're all, you know, you just go on Grinder and order them. <laughs> yeah, this, this bi-curious belly of mine would love to, <laughs> oh, love to get some. calling it now? A bi-curious, yeah, yeah. bi-curious about, you know, chips and salsa. Yeah, bi-curious about who's still delivering in Astoria, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, so, so Bob did what he could, I think, uh, during the commercials, uh, you know, could he have done more for Jan? Yes. Could he have done more for Gigi? Absolutely. 
Uh, yeah, I, you know, I think with Jan, you know, I appreciated, like, I think there, this was obviously so much in, so much in the edit was kind of reinforcing the storyline, but I I think he was a good energy with Jan to be like, you know, you're coming oh, off really intense right now. Yeah, it was yeah, nice. he was like, breathe, you know, and I think it was just very clear that like she was past breathing. She was like, no, I, I, I know what I need to do to do to win this. And it's like, I think that's your first problem is that mm. you think you know what you need to do to win this. Um, yeah, I, I will say, I, I just feel like the energy that Jan had just kind of masked the fact that it wasn't that funny. I mean, it was a cute commercial. It just, it wasn't the laugh out loud funny that others had. It had some moments, but it's the energy that saved it, honestly. And I don't think Bob knew how to make it funnier. Yeah, so, you know, I, th sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was done. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, I think if we compare this to, um, I mean, there's Widows, in terms of like a similar product, right? Of like, spray this and this will happen. Mm. Um, you know, Widow had kind of a similar concept that, you know, it's sort of ironic that spraying things does not work. But then, then look at Katya in All-Stars 2. She had kind of basically the same idea of like, you know, spray this and then, you know, this will happen. And I feel like that gag is like I can get together with that kind of setup and punchline, but I think it needed to they both like there needs to be a different rhythm. Like I think if we use Heidi, for example, and like what Rue loved about Heidi was the rhythm change. Yes. And it's true, it was really funny. And I think with Katya it's the same thing where when she starts, it kind of plays off like in the beginning, like this traditional infomercial and then the rhythm changes and she has like the devil voice and she, you know, like there's just these moments of, of um, uh, just key changes. And I think mm. with Jan, there were none. I mean, it starts at, the, at it starts at 100 and then it kind of gets peaky because there's nowhere to go but like further up, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, like, if we're comparing this to Widow, which I kind of. I kind of would compare Widows with maybe Gigi's and not Jan's because Widows didn't have any energy. I mean, it was uncomfortable, Mary. I yeah. don't think Widow anymore is going to win this competition. There's no way that after a performance like this, I can see you staying in this competition much longer. I, I, I just don't know how the judges could come back from seeing this. Like, this was... This was a fail. I don't think that this is, you know, Widow, obviously. Like, Widow can do a lot more than this. But mm -hmm. this was bad. The, yeah. The, the extracurricular activities, wink, wink. I mean, the May scene was uncomfortable. Like, I just, it was not good. It was so it was so like so good so like oh <laughs> yeah it was these concepts and these jokes that didn't land being delivered by like a pseudo tony morrison it was <laughs> i mean yeah like it was just not it the combination wasn't making sense and like it's funny you mentioned Gigi, another spray with these queens with their sprays it's i mean you know Say it, don't spray it. Like yeah, good night, uh, bitch. It's like yeah. Good night. <laughs> well, and like <laughs> yeah, right. Snooze. Um, and I saw something on the Reddit about this, and I it didn't. <clears throat> excuse me, it didn't occur to me until I read this that like, Gigi is. It's like stop relying on that bitch. Stop relying on bitch. Oh, um, there you go. Mary. It's been her wow. punchline. Is the is 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 it, it's. I always think of this as when Michelle told Alexis Mateo during the after the stand up challenge, like you can't be relying on on those crutch words. Oh, honey, ooh, honey, yeah, honey, like, right. 
<laughs> oh honey, like I said, oh honey, oh honey, oh honey. <laughs> I always or love detox, Mich- fuck, fuck, oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> and I think in this case, it was like um, it was the same thing where it was like uh, you can't. Um, sorry, I totally blanked. Uh, oh, you're talking about the Reddit and just calling the, her oh, out yeah. on the bitch punchline. Yeah, um, yeah, you can't just like keep relying on the same punchline. And in some ways, I felt like, hmm. To, to me, Gigi's been all about the larger narrative of the season and less about, like, not getting caught up in the fact that she's won so many challenges already, but, like, remembering the larger, like, she's going to be here the whole season. So, like, sure. there's a lot we haven't seen yet. And what I felt like I was seeing in this episode was, like, oh, there are limits to the Gigi shtick of, like, mm-hmm. you think it's just a stone-cold supermodel, but then turns out she's a little crazy, you know? <laughs> Well, you know, what's interesting is the the point of the challenge is showing personality and kind of your brand in a way. And I'll go back to, was it Sherry O'Terry who said it? Like, it's not funny to say that you're beautiful. Like, there's nothing funny about being beautiful. And Gigi's whole concept for this was, I'm better than you. And uh, here's how much I've won. And it's just, it's just, I'm just kind of like, that is not groundbreaking to me. And yeah. I I just thought that this should have been read even further by the judges. And because of Gigi's larger narrative here, they're kind of giving her a pass because it's more interesting to see Widow have have a, a something of a storyline with Shaka Khan than uh, than Gigi, you know, lip syncing against Jan or Gigi lip syncing against Widow because we wanted to keep Widow for Shaka Khan. So there was no way that Gigi was going to be in the bottom. I would have put. And I'm going to just say this. And I know I'm going to get read for filth. And I'm sorry. It's an opinion. Uh, I just would have put Gigi in the bottom. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think that's it's everything you were saying. is like they had this whole storyline with Widow. They weren't going to send Gigi home. Um, you know, it was like, uh, yeah, it just, to me, this all kind of made sense of like, no, this is just, this is where we're at in the show. And Gigi is meant to keep going. So, whether it be because she's been doing so well or because we just don't want to risk her going home, you know, she was safe this week. Good night, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Good night, bitch. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sleep so, on it. Uh, so I want to talk about the commercial that I thought should have won. I mean, do not get me wrong. I love Heidi. She is the heart of the season. She, Miss Congeniality. Uh, I will forever love Heidi. And I thought her sketch was so funny but the one that really won it because of all of the nuance was crystal couldn't agree more couldn't agree more and she had the better runway look like by far best runway the best runway the most unique the the most nuances like crystal is was robbed this week. yes completely robbed robbed. that i'm sorry mary the the backdrop that she used for the cutscene when it's the girl in the blonde wig. Oh God! The, I the, mean, there's there's this shot of this little girl in yep. like the rocket ship ride. <laughs> when it when it pauses the end, it's like yes! I know I th- I jumped on that. I was like, <laughs> that is the nuance. It's oh. very it's very. Speaking of Mary Tyler Moore, if you notice in the opening credits to Mary Mary Tyler Moore when she throws her hat in the end, there's an old woman in the background who like gives her this dirty look, <laughs> and it's this kind of like cult figure of the old lady who gives Mary Mary Richards the dirty look. Uh, and so this kid, I was like, that's the little old lady. 
That's what that is. Yes, yes, crystal, definitely. crystal, oh, like my God. so nuanced, and like that character in the blonde wig it is potentially the a BSA, BSA of this episode. Absolutely BSA for sure. And I'm sorry, her as Crystal selling the product. Like keep that. Like I love all yes. of that with the suit and the mullet and the makeup. It was brilliant it looked so polished it Mm -hmm. looked like after seeing this commercial i'm like okay crystal could definitely win and now she should definitely be in the top three. Oh my god i mean i think when michelle either accidentally or intentionally like breaks the fourth wall and looks in the camera and says this is one to watch when they're doing the judges deliberations (laughs) it's like yeah this has been so much fun really fun (laughs) i was like yeah michelle i agree with you completely crystal is one to watch i i I, two weeks in a row now like it i feel like she very easily could have won the challenge i mean it it just kind of uh, i know i want to talk about the other commercials but just talking about the runway because i don't have much to say about the runway except that all the girls were pretty and the gowns were nice and Crystal was the one that was most memorable because she did something different. I mean, Gigi yeah. Good stuck out because it didn't look like a wedding dress, but was still kind of stunning. But I don't know. I give all the queens the same amount of points because it's just like, okay, black, sad, fierce, sparkly, trains, veils. And then you have Crystal who does something more with it. And granted, mm-hmm. it wasn't like Dragula level, but this isn't a Dragula competition. So I just appreciated what she did. She's showing so much talent. Yeah, I felt like I agree. It wasn't like Dragula levels, but I liked the kind of the hints of Abora that I was seeing, you know, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. type of drag and that kind of aesthetic. It was it was and like talk about a transformation. I think for Crystal to be told like, oh, like we want to see some variety in your makeup and to, for her to respond like this every week, including yeah. this week and be like, OK, here is a shit ton of variety. I mean, like. I feel like the judges said that Jada is the dark horse, but Chris, Crystal's the dark horse. Jada oh, is a definitely. front runner. Yeah. yeah, Jada is a front runner. Michelle, I love you. And what? Uh, yeah. yeah. No, um, uh, and maybe it's because we're not seeing a lot of Sherry Pie. But honestly, Jada is a front runner. Crystal, I now I am rooting for Crystal to win. I, I am oh. like, that's the season 12 winner I want, even though I absolutely fucking love Jada. And I love Heidi. But... Uh, I'm worried about Heidi. Um, clearly, she's yeah. bothered. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> matter, yeah. <laughs> At uh, the end of the day. At the end um, of the day. <laughs> Sorry, uh, oh, we're not as good as Jan. We're never no, we're not. Be as good but as Jan. I, Ugh, Jan, Jan, Jan. Um, Jan, no, Jan, but Jan. she. But it is Crystal that now I'm like. I'm Sasha Valoring into. I'm just like this is this would be the upset that I'm like work mm-hmm. work. And of the queens who are left, like that would be the one I think I'd be the most disappointed to see go. You know, like I think Jackie, I'm really enjoying. Oh, Heidi, I'd be really disappointed by. I'd be disappointed, but I wouldn't be like terribly surprised. I you sure know, she's gonna get the Nina Bo- the, the Nina West send off in that sense, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like on the pit stop Bob was saying, you know, is it fair to say that like a lot of us are really excited about Heidi winning this week because we know she's not gonna win this season. Mm, and I was like, Ugh yeah. first of all, I love Bob because usually in the pit stop the the queens who host it, they try not to editorialize too much. But Bob it just brings such great commentary. Um And I think that that's very true. I think that Heidi is likely going to go home in the next couple episodes. Um, 
she she will be a shoe in for Miss Congeniality. Uh, people are going to con- continue to love her. I do kind of feel like her win this week was a Julia Roberts, Sandra Bullock Oscar. It was like, thank you for all of your efforts, but never quite making it, you know, to the top these all these weeks. This is the best we've seen you so far. We're going to give it to you because who knows when you'll win again, you know? Mm-hmm. OK, that totally makes sense to me because, yeah, it, it was I was boggled by Crystal's uh, safe. Yeah, uh, really boggled. And for to, that yeah. matter, Jada's, although Jada's runway was uh, basic. Uh, Jada, <laughs> I mean, Jada's, I know she made it, but <laughs> it made me think of like Microsoft Paint when you use the fill icon oh, like, sure. option <laughs> to change the color to something. It was like take a wedding dress, fill paint black. Oh, God. But her commercial, talk about referencing something on this season and Mm. it doing well, right? Like that is, that is, you put that ingredient into winning a challenge, right? Yeah. She did that. She, RuPaul loves when you take the piss out of yourself. Yeah. That, that line alone. And then of course, RuPaul's, another one of RuPaul's favorite jokes that always lands for me too. Anaconda, I don't even know her. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jada, like... Jada did everything you need to do to like potential. I mean, they if if they wanted to, they could edit her to win this week. You know, like yes. she, yeah, her dress may have been a little bit simpler than some of the others, but God, she looked fucking phenomenal as usual. Um, but I mean, yeah, Jada. I mean, it says a lot about the queens this season that a, that a a queen like Jada who performed this well this week could still just be safe. You know. Mm. Um, it's just, you know, she was, you know, I think Jada was really strong on the runway and in the challenge. I think Jackie was great. You know, I think it's crazy how Jackie hasn't won anything yet, you know? Yeah. You know, Jackie, I I loved her concept. I love that aesthetic. I, any Barbara Eden reference, I'm going to eat up. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, yeah, it was, it was a clever concept. It was kind of funny, but it wasn't as funny as, you know, say Heidi's. Or crystals, you know. Certainly, I, yeah, yeah. I, there were some good jokes, but then I think overall it was like, mm, uh, you need a little more tightening up. Yeah, uh, but and I think that's just been the thing with Jackie this whole season. Is like, yeah, she's she's great. It's just like there still is always one or two queens who do better than her. Yeah, she's she's bound to win soon, um, but because uh, I do think that she's going to be at least top five. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. I, they need to keep that energy in the room. And uh, even when she came in during the workroom in the middle of them doing impressions of each other, and mm-hmm. she just like casually walks towards the mirror and does crystal method. Just that ability I think is X factor, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, and that's that adult in the room quality that Jackie has as well. Like she just, she, she comes in, you know, like Mrs. Garrett, you know what I mean? Like, she's just <laughs> like, what are you girls talking about? Like it's, it's great. I just, yeah, I love. I, that's that's what I've come to love about Jackie the most: her adult in the room, girls, girls energy. Talk about a snatch game character that is oh, you know waiting to happen. I oh, know, Mrs. I know. Oh, brilliant. Oh, I what's know. Her, what's so, that actress's name? You must know. Uh, Charlotte Ray. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, you okay. must know. You're right. You must I would know. know. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate you know. that. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, uh, I do want to talk about another look that we haven't talked about. RuPaul, that Medusa wall of hair. Mm. This is my favorite RuPaul hair ever. 
Rue this season has just looked phenomenal. Like yeah, just it's, it's been Delta not working, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. They they really managed to figure out the the change, the Delta in the in the hair and makeup department. And which is a shame because I think Delta is gorgeous. And oh yeah, is we love so her. like I can't knock Delta because I think she's so smart and so funny and so such a good drag artist, but for whatever reason and like I feel like she's talked about this a little bit, but like, let's remember RuPaul is probably not an easy client, you know? Sure. And I feel like w- Delta talked about this, I think on race chasers that like, there were some challenging circumstances where like, she didn't know things weren't working or like mm-hmm. there was just, I don't know. Delta's no boob, you know? Oh, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm being shady just to kind of highlight the fact that it's a new hair person but yeah i i love delta absolutely love delta and delta got fired <laughs> she did i mean delta got fired and raven continues to figure it out i'm ps very excited to see raven next week oh uh, me too me too i love i kind of i love the raven rude dynamic you know like raven I think, yes. raven i love what ravens become you know yeah um, and i love how you know she's uh being consistently attacked by Tyra Sanchez. Oh uh, God. I have like barely even like glanced at it. I'm like, Tyra, come on. Like, King Tyra. <laughs> King Tyra. Like I'll stand by it. She won season two fair and square. She killed season two, but. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, and the immunities helped her, but anyway, Mary, they did. We, we've, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've discussed that. You, you can hear our whole season two recap on that. Um, Great on that note, content. On, on that note, Merritt, we have to take a quick little break and we'll be right back. Okay, we'll be back. This week on Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show. All right. Dita Ritz, this will be, is, is the lip sync to beat yeah. on Drag Race. Agreed. I still think it's the number one lip sync. Well, Chan will certainly you know. be back for an All Star season. I would oh, be shocked. Yeah. I would be shocked. Yeah. Uh, She'd I think be a she'll... great All Stars queen. Oh, completely, completely. Uh, it, it's pretty outstanding how they are just making her do this, even though she didn't want to do it. Like, there's something right. that's also kind of like petty about it. <laughs> right. If she's smart, then she knows that they are handing her yes just a golden egg yes. right out of Rue's ass. Right you know? out of it. Yes, keeping the biorhythm in sync with the broccoli. There's something very specific about watching Canadian news anchors break on air. Nuance, For example, nuance, yeah. Alexis nuance, nuance, Alexis Michelle, take a take drink. A drink. Yep. So if you want to hear all that and more, just go to patreon.com backslash allrightmary, and we will see you in Nuance. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Are we back? We are back. We're back. Mary, so uh, I, we, I don't know if you want to talk about the runway anymore. Again, I the, the dresses were pretty, but even when you saw them all out there, it was just a bunch of black clouds. <laughs> well, I think that's a tricky thing, right? With I think the runway is if you have a monochromatic runway, there's so many nuances that get missed in probably every look, every runway. There's so many details that get missed because you just they, it just gets flattened by so many different things um and i think it was remember it was like season nine or ten where they had this like purple light on the runway that like obscured everything mm. um so i especially with this runway i'm like okay there's a lot of details i'm sure i'm not seeing because even like jan's look 
because everything was in black in the lighting, there's moments where it just looks like, oh, you look like you're being swallowed by this. You know totally. what I mean? Be- and I didn't notice the feathers until Untucked, even. Yeah. 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 And like the, her holding the bouquet, like I was like, oh, is this all like a, is this like a Vanjie flower bathing suit thing? It, it, was, it was, it was smoking. The yeah. And it was hard yeah. to see that too. And so I think that that was maybe one of the challenges was just like, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of nuances of Jackie's look. I think, um, you know, Sherry's Mrs. Danvers of the Living Dead look. I'm sure it's Florence DeLee again. Um, mm. Looked like there was lots of nuances, but I mean, between the lighting and the edit, we're not going to see many of them. So <laughs> sure. I think they uh, zoomed in on her brooch. So, you know, <laughs> just like the gayest sentence I've said all week. You know. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not at all. <laughs> uh, well, so uh, yeah, I believe I believe in our Matron episode, you mentioned something about the only cardio you've been doing recently, uh, which I yeah. think is the gayest thing you've. That's seen probably in a the while. gayest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably that YouTuber I've been lusting after. It's probably uh, somewhere in in gayer things have been said. Hey um, creeps! Hey creeps! <laughs> uh, Marys, if you want to know what all about what that is, you can uh, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash allrightmary and become an only Mary um, mm. for a bonkers hour and a half conversation we had this past mm. week. It was pretty bonkers. Um, so I, I, I'll reiterate again. I think that the bottom should have been Widow and Gigi. Uh, safe should have been Jan and, and Sherry and Jackie. Uh, and then the top should have been Heidi, Crystal, and Jada. Those are my thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I can get together with that. Yeah. I think, um, you know, Heidi, I think uh, she did well, but I think that Crystal was the best in terms of like across the board. So good. Yeah. Heidi, it's a little bit of like um, some of what we saw with Silky last season where it was like, okay, I don't know how much you're... I think that this is just like your natural charisma coming out. But um, if you don't know how to hone this on your own, like there's there's a limit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I think yeah. it like if she for her to show up for that commercial and not know how to hone her own personality, you know, is it's kind of like all this wasted potential versus a lot of other queens who kind of like, I don't know, they know they're kooks, you know, like they know. They know their brand of crazy and they know how to just like access that like Alyssa Edwards. Sure. I think Heidi's going to figure it out. I think she proved in this challenge that, yep, okay, I know what to do. And Mm -hmm. and she did it. She did. And I think she can keep going. I think she will keep going for sure. Do I think she's going to win another challenge? No. Again, I agree with uh, with Bob. Uh, She's not going to win the season. I want her to go as far as possible because I love Heidi on my screen. Yeah. Yeah. My prediction is that within the next two episodes, she's going to go. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Do you have uh, Do you have any other thoughts? What did we um, miss here? I mean, we haven't really talked about the lip sync. I mean, I think uh, other than it was very it was very clear that you know uh, Widow was going to win this one. I think Jan emptied the tank. We've talked about that. I I think Widow was great. Like I think that being said, Widow gave a great lip sync and yeah, she laid um, those eggs. <laughs> she laid those eggs inside of us, and so it made sense <laughs> to me why she won. Um, you know, I have some thoughts that I want to save for nuance. I, one thing that I wanted to talk about is there's a very short list of queens who do well in their season, don't win any challenges, and go out in their first time on the bottom. It's a very mm. short list. So Jan, of course, has joined that list. Um, yeah. 
but we will talk about the three other queens in the series who have a similar track record and four other queens who have a, a somewhat similar track record. Um, and yeah, there's some other little moments in Untucked we can talk about and uh, in nuance. But otherwise, I think for the main episode, uh, yeah, you know, the, the last thing I want to say, I guess, is just BSA of the week. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Crystal's little, you know, uh, mall queen. I think mm. that that was, I just, I, I love that. I love that character. I loved, I mean, special, you know, BSA nod also needs to go to Heidi and that like, Heidi does this kind of like Morales' kind of voice that she puts on and, and she, she, she says things that come out from like, her voice starts from like under her tongue. You know what I mean? And she, she like soft and shuffle. Like she kind of like oh, leans okay. into the Southern. And I love when it's kind of like when RuPaul puts on like the, the Yiddish accent. Mm. I feel like Heidi leans into her like North Carolina sometimes. And I always enjoy that. Um, I also really like, there's this one little nuance of Heidi's where she's talking about RuPaul, like stealing RuPaul's idea for Heidi, Heidi's hydrates. And she says, I think that's a generous deal. And she like shakes her jaw when she says generous. Um, <laughs> and it's just the most adorable little nuance. Uh, mm-hmm. So Heidi is always the BSA to beat, but I think Crystal earned it yeah. this week. Oh God. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I wanted to give it to Jan, but Jan was really just the focus. She wasn't even yeah. a, a, a best supporting um, it was just, you know, it was it was all about Jan and Jan's kind of breakdown. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I'm sad that Jan won't be on our screen anymore on this show, but uh, Jan's jukebox will be out weekly. There's just so much more that Jan's going to be doing now, which I think is great. Um, yeah, I, I I guess the the last thing maybe to talk about is predictions for who goes home next. I I would be very surprised if Widow or... Jackie, uh, I don't know. Jackie's gonna stick around. I, I, the only one I can see is Widow or Heidi. I agree. I think Widow or Heidi is next to go, and I think um, Jackie really needs to win next week, or else she's gonna get that like cut before the finale edit. Um, mm. I, but I think that at this point, uh, and even in the way the judges talk about it and the other contestants talk about it, like Gigi's spot is locked in. Sherry's spot is locked in. It's really about the last two spots in the top four. And I think that, yeah, I think Jada uh, Jada probably has the third spot locked in, and it's really down to Crystal or Jackie. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm pulling for Crystal. Mm-hmm. I love Jackie. Jackie has yet to perform in the challenge in a way that I see something different or unexpected. And I think that's what I'm waiting for. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I think Jackie has always been a really solid B plus to A minus contestant. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like she's, I mean, and, and the reality show portion as well. She's been a great adult in the room, a great narrator. She gives great kind of like emotional commentary on like, you know, talking about like Jan and her kind of head voice when she's feeling stressed and whatnot. It's um, she brings a great perspective, but I think that Crystal is the more exciting contestant for sure. Mm, definitely. Well, Mary's, we're going to leave it there. If you have any thoughts on this episode, you can reach out to us on Twitter at all right, Mary. You can also find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. You can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can, uh, you know, uh, find me on Instagram at Johnny also or on Twitter 
at Johnny Also One. And you can, of course, hear more of me on uh, either of my other two podcasts, In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses with Nick Kachanov. Uh, you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us, including Nuance, the Alright Mary After Show, bonus Matreon movies, and at the Only Mary $10 level, an additional uh, going deep episode every month if you want to really get to know what's going on in our lives. Um, all of that can be found at patreon.com slash Mary. All right, Mary. Well, we have <laughs> a last chance lip sync this week that uh, I feel like is a perfect drag number because so many people hate this song and so many people love this song. Um, so in in honor of Jan and her really trying, really she trying, tried. She tried it. As, uh, that's yeah. her show in New York. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you tried, yeah. So she tried it. She tried it. Um this is Macy Gray's I Try. Yeah. I try to win a challenge and I choke. <laughs> I try to film a commercial and I stumble. <laughs> Though she I try tries to win to a lip it, sync. <laughs> it's clear our world crumbles when Jan is not near. So Yeah. Yeah. So you're here's welcome. my confession. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. We'll stop. <laughs> we'll stop. We'll stop. We know you're not listening anymore anyway. <laughs> All right, Marys, enjoy Macy Gray, enjoy the rest of your week, and we will see you soon. So, yeah. Games, changes, and fears. When will they go from here? When will they stop? I believe that fate has brought us here, and we should be together, babe. But we're